tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. So let's just go right into it. We are at episode 77, believe it or not. Um, big shout out also to our friends Mike Walter and Joe Bond. They hit episode 200 of their podcast last week, which is a huge feat. I, I think we're creeping up on them, but I, I mean, they're still way leaps and bounds above us. Um, so we're at episode 77. Uh, this is Mastering Mitzvahs, but today it's going to be Mastering Virtual Mitzvahs. We're going to talk all things about virtual mitzvahs and, um, you know, what we do in the virtual land and and how to how to truly master a virtual party. Um, and, and Dylan, you have one this weekend and you had one last weekend, and they're extremely different in the approaches. So I think that is going to be a big part of what we talk about today is, you know, they all don't need to look the same. So you want to lead it off? Give it. A, give, why don't you give a little recap? Yeah, so it's funny because like, so the 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 art of virtual mitzvahs. It's funny that you called it that because I would have uh, titled it the um, the evolution of virtual mitzvahs because now we are about six months in to people starting to turn the corner on virtual events in general and the type of events we're producing now versus the type of events that we were doing in. April, May, June, they look very different. The technology has become more available. The um, seamlessness and the and, and the mindset has become more easy to understand. Um, and the barrier to entry has been lifted. And now a lot of families know what they're talking about. You know, before this, we were able to talk DJs and dancers and props and prizes and stages. And like, even the common bar and bat mitzvah shopper knew what totem trusses and intelligent lights were, where you know, the evolution of bar bat mitzvahs 10 years ago, they didn't have that stuff. So now people are talking Zoom and virtual cam and screen sharing and content creation. And they're talking the shop a little bit better. So I think that uh, the bar mitzvah industry and the virtual aspect of it has evolved just in the last four or five months. So if we look back uh, on what the most common thing we're seeing is, look, I, I read the posts on the Facebook groups, um, you know, whether it be the, the mitzvah Facebook groups or just the virtual planning groups, and everyone's doing Zoom-based mitzvahs. And that seems to be like the very regular thing. It's kind of like having a photo booth now. It's like, hey, we can have a Zoom-based mitzvah. It's like everyone's got one, and there's nothing that really discerns a difference between everything, right? Uh, it's everyone's got a photo booth. It does prints, and that's what Zoom is. What we did last weekend was not a Zoom at all by any stretch. And this family, I really wish we were able to get them on because they were they were so refreshing to have. Uh, they were in a similar boat to everyone else. They had canceled, uh, you know, or postponed their event, postponed their event, postponed their event. They're like we've got to get something done. We offered them the virtual platform. Now, what we did instead Hang was on, a streaming I'm, service. I'm going to cut you off for just a quick second because I I want to just hone in really intently on the difference of a zoom it's a versus a live stream so you know i i see all the time i'm looking for a zoom moderator and, and basically my interpretation of that and everybody has a different interpretation but my interpretation of that is uh you know the family is doing the 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 mitzvah service either at their home their backyard maybe the temple 
and their laptop is plopped up on the Bima and they're using the onboard camera and they are quote unquote zooming it out to the world to watch. Um, sometimes it is live streamed to a Facebook or YouTube platform, but for the most part, it's just an invite guests tune into zoom and it's kind of a two way stream also because the guest of honor, the, the bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, uh, you know, guest of honor themselves are doing the speaking, but they can see the audience. And, and Dylan, if you want to just extrapolate on that a little bit more, sure. and then we'll talk about our approach. Yeah, that, that's that's a good that's a good segue. And I'm, my apologies for not getting to that. I guess it's because we think it's so common knowledge now, but Zoom does a really good job of making communication easy. I can see you, you can hear me, and you can communicate with me. Um, and that's what a lot of people are doing. They're using all the onboard equipment, the onboard speakers, the onboard microphone, the onboard camera of their laptop. They plop it up and it's kind of like now just a fixture on their table. Um, you know, and what we're seeing most of the, mostly is the camera looking there. It's having one direction looking right at me. And you sit here and I do my blessings. I do my half Torah, I do my Torah Torah, and I continue down my merry way. There's nothing that changes from the service perspective, except now everyone's watching you on the, you know, the talking heads of 2020. You know, you, you consider what uh, the, the news outlets do, which is a bunch of heads on a screen. That's what Zoom is. Now, when someone calls us up and says, we need a Zoom moderator, what they're really looking for is someone to spotlight and pin the video so that everyone, all the guests can see what they're supposed to see, as opposed to somehow manipulating the screen to not see the guest of honor or something like that. We're monitoring the chat. And Dylan, I'm just going to say that might be because there might be two laptops. There might be a laptop for the bar mitzvah boy, and then there might be a laptop in front of the rabbi. And when the rabbi is speaking, the moderator then makes the rabbi the full screen. And then when the bar mitzvah boy is speaking, then the bar mitzvah boy is the full screen. So the Zoom moderator is doing that and and then maybe even doing like a screen share and showing a montage. And and it really is that rudimentary. It's it's screen sharing and everybody watches this video saved to my computer. Yep. So – Zoom, look, I'm going to create some sort of like document that's visually appealing so that we can actually see the pros and cons of doing a Zoom mitzvah. I think it'd be really valuable for our friends and our families and our clients. But what Zoom does really well is it allows you to have two-way communication. But it doesn't allow you to do branding. It doesn't allow you to do um, resizing of, of boxes. It doesn't allow you to do anything exciting visually. Really, you're just the, 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 like, you're just the box. You're just the picture of yourself. Um, and for and, all of those and, reasons, I'm going to keep cutting you off and I'm so sorry, but I, you know, I'm, I'm going to cut you off and say, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, no, that is not. a perfectly good product. If you are the family that wants to have this service, you want to do it now and either budget is tight or you don't want to spend the money on this aspect of, and you want to save for a later date that sure. using zoom and using the technology that you have in your computer is a perfectly fine way of getting started. Dylan, now I'm going to throw it to you and say, what about the family that says, I want more than Zoom or I'm so sick of Zoom. It's the same thing that my kids are on all day. I'm on it for work. I just don't want the bar mitzvah to feel like everything else. Like law. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Zoom fatigue at its, at its finest. I mean, the kids are online. The, you know, we as parents are out there. Hey, Jen, um, 
we as parents are out there on Zoom every single day. And I feel like I'm just constantly talking to my screen, talking to my camera. And something about that just feels a little unnatural. So last weekend, we did a live stream. We sent the stream to YouTube. And really what allowed, because we're able to send it to YouTube, we're able to use a lot more technology and a lot more fun production angles um, that make it more exciting. So we're able to do branding, obviously. We can resize the screen and make it look really, really dope. Um, by using color schemes, we can you know add overlays, we can add effects to the cameras, and we're basically building a TV studio. And the channel per se of the TV studio is the YouTube link that we would create, um, and it can be streamed to YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you know, I've even had inquiries about streaming to LinkedIn uh, because they have a streaming platform as well. So there's a lot of different angles and where the end user, being your family or friends, can watch it. But last weekend we did something super super cool where they made it like an award show. It, it felt like an award show. So as guests were arriving, we were taking B-roll footage and it was like the people who weren't in, in the synagogue. The synagogue, massive. the synagogue was massive. They had assigned seats for everyone. There was probably about 25 people, which were all the close family. I'm talking about, you know, two or three of her best friends, the aunts, uncles, and cousins, and the grandparents, and that was it. And they were separated, like everyone had their own row. So beforehand we were we got b-roll of everything setting up um and then finally um we got to the red carpet introductions now mike this is your idea so why don't you go into it i love this so actually it was the family's idea and then with the family's idea together we executed it and what made this whole program so cool is we had a very interactive beginning then we had a really well executed bar mitzvah service and then an interactive ending. So the beginning was this red carpet and Dylan, you knocked it out of the park. Um, our host family said they wanted a game show like Hollywood esque um, interviewer on the red carpet. You know, I guess are walking down the red carpet, stop them and interview them. And I, I had given you a couple ideas. I had said, why don't you ask them where they're from and what their name is and how long they've known Michaela. Um, and, you took it to another level because you, I, I don't know if you pre-thought these questions or not, but you know, what you did was awesome. And I hope that the listeners that are watching this right now takes some notes here. Um, you as a professional MC, first off, you addressed the part guests were approaching this red carpet and you stopped them. Hey guys, where are you from? Tell me a little bit about yourselves. Tell me a funny story about Michaela. But then you asked them, different probing questions and, and, you know, I hate to give away the secret sauce, but I'm going to give away some of them. You know, um, Dylan, you had asked one of the uncles and I, I'm sure you could just tell that he was a fun guy, you know, to, to do a little dance impromptu right there for Michaela. And he was doing like the running man and it was awesome. I mean, like his personality came out. It, me as a guest, I was home. I was, I was watching the stream. I was laughing. Like I was literally laughing. I thought it was hysterical. You know, if Michaela could be any animal, what would it be? I mean, you just had funny questions, and it really made the whole beginning enlightening and 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 actually lighthearted too. I, I thought that was really a fun way to kick this off. Yeah, it, it was it was really fun. It it broke the ice because when you go to a live event at this at this point, when you go to a live event, it's kind of like I don't know how to act, I don't know how to be. So it was my job to kind of break that ice. And we did it safely and we did it correctly. And I mean, look, we, we came in there and we were like, uh, you know, I knew that uh, 
you know, we were recording everything. So I go to that uncle and I said, listen, Michaela's going to watch this. She's not in the room yet. Michaela's going to watch this. I need you to do a dance that's going to embarrass her. So when she watches that, she has something to smile about. Because I knew that was the fun uncle. Uh, we talked to her friends and I said, listen, you know, tell me some pieces of advice that Michaela told you as a friend. And it kind of, uh, you know, it brought whole an idea that a bar about it's is more than just a party or just a service. It's really a coming of age tale and having the community that helped raise that child all talk in real time in an interview. It was just a total, it was a total home run. And I think that the family uh, will have something really great to look back on. And, and let's also continue to paint the picture. There were only about 30 guests, 25 to 30 guests yeah. in attendance at this moment. But there were well over 150 viewers at home, me being one of them. Um, and those 30 guests that were there were the most immediate family. Um, and the host felt safe having them there in the shul with them. So, you know, I don't know if you prepped them in advance, but we knew that there were nine groups. You know, those 30 or so people broke into nine groups that you were going to interview. And and that was awesome. And and. Again, painting the picture, I, I probably should have saved some of these clips so we could show it today. Um, what we end up doing, you were there on this red carpet with ropes and stanchions. It had a very Hollywood feel. You had a wireless microphone, and there was a video camera on you. Um, and that video camera was mobile. It was panning and tilting, and it was getting, you know, if a group of five approached you, it, it wider angle, it got those five. And then when it was just the uncle, it was a tighter uh, angle. That was not the same camera being used for the bar mitzvah service or bat mitzvah service. There were actually three cameras. So let's go on past. Well, actually, excuse me. Right after the red carpet, something else happened. So take it from there, and then we'll get into the service. So right after the red carpet, we knew that we were interviewing um, you know, the immediate family. But just like 2020 is weird, there's going to be immediate family and friends who would have you know, absolutely been there and weren't able to be there. So we had pre-recorded their interview beforehand where there was messages and words of love and that virtual hug that everyone talks about, um, which is just basically a collaboration of thoughts and well wishes. And what that really did was gave us a really nice segue into the service. So, you know, it was kind of my job to say, and now guys, we're going to go live to a very special message. So tune in, check it out right here. And then the screen faded out with a beautiful transition and it, you know, said, um, words of love for Michaela and it popped on the screen and then everything faded right into those messages from her friends and family who were prompted to have, you know, their, their day in the sun there. Um, and, and what we did with them, Dylan, I, I want to stress this because anything live can be glitchy. Um, we knew this in advance. So these select people, one of whom was a family member that lives in Israel um, submitted videos. They recorded a video on their iPhone. They submitted them to the family. We um, collected all these videos, edited them as needed, you know, spliced in a nice beginning and end, and then assembled them in the order that they needed to be played. Right. So, so Michaela was obviously shocked. You know, she she didn't know that those people recorded this. So that was nice for her. And it kind of set the mood and the tone and the and the vibe for the next segment, which was her bonnets for service. So from Actually, there, montage. We showed the montage next. Okay, so 
Oh, right, because there was three different types of clips. So there was those, those that virtual hug, then we show the montage, and then, so that was a really nice break in the action from like that pre-show beginning. So all of your guests are now being entertained from start to finish. It's not like they're watching a two and a half hour long service from their laptop. I mean, it's hard enough to sit through a 10 minute meeting, let alone a two and a half hour service. And, and look, that's not to belittle anything that we're doing here. I mean, look, you guys have the, the excitement and, and you want to be a part of, of these, these moments, but it's hard. It's hard to be in front of a screen for so long. So having those natural transitions and having those, that break in the action is really, really important. So I love the fact that families are getting creative and allowing us to, to kind of, you know, flex our creative muscle to get us moving in the right direction. So then we had the bot mitzvah service and it was beautifully done. You know, we had Michaela mic'd up with a with the proper lapel microphone, so you're not going to get some weird onboard echo from their laptop. You're going to have like a professional microphone, and it was so cool. She wore a white dress, and we pinned her up with a white microphone, so you didn't see it. So you'd have never known she was wearing it, and that's one of those like fine nuanced things that you wouldn't even think about. Um, and we had a couple different camera angles, one on the, the, the rabbi, one on Michaela, a wide angle lens. And then we also had that mobile camera so that we were able to take B-roll shots of the congregation as, as the event was, as the, as the service was moving on. So it was really well done. What did you see on your side? Uh, you, you just nailed it. But I, it was, again, it was lighthearted is the point that I want people. To, it wasn't boring by any stretch. It was just the opposite. And, you know, I, I, I'll admit I was home doing some yard work. And I tuned in as I do anytime we have a stream just to make sure things are going well. And I was like truly watching it. It was fun. Um, it, every every bit of the intro of it was really fun. It was really lighthearted. It was really just – it was real. I, I think that is the point that needs to be made. It was real. It was not phony in any stretch. Um, the service was beautiful. And then I thought was one of the coolest points was – the surprise that Michaela had no idea that her mom reached out to certain groups of friends, her camp friends, her dance friends, her school friends, and they each submitted a video. Um, these were, you know, well-wish videos that we pieced together at the very end. And all in all, this, this entire project was an hour and a half long, you know, from the red carpet straight through to this very end was an hour and a half um, she had a very small uh, Torah part to, you know, recite. And it kept the audience tuned in. Um, yeah, I went back days later and it was well over 300 views. Um, and it's a private link. We should also stress that. So 300 friends or family watched it or maybe they tuned in more than once. Um, it was really awesome. And then the family ends up getting not only the YouTube link with all the comments, because the, the chat is unbelievably busy, uh, but they also get a HD file with everything saved. So, you know, sometimes people look at it and say, it costs a lot. But, you know, the truth is, hire a videographer, hire an entertainer. This is significantly less than the two. And you're getting, in this case, an entertainer on a red carpet and then a professionally recorded video. You know, it's funny. It reminded at the end of the service, everyone was on such a cloud nine. Like I felt it. I don't know if you felt it, but I felt it. And impromptu at the end of it, you know, they were Simmons of Maltov, everyone singing and clapping and cheering. And at the end of it, I grabbed Michaela. I signaled to our video guys. I, you know, I messaged them in the earpiece. I'm like, wait, low. 
get on over here. And it was almost like we were like shooting the outro of like the, the Grammys where I had her with me walk down next to all of her, con the, you know, the congregation that was there. So everyone was in the shot and we were just saying, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, Michaela had a great time. You guys had a great time. Leave your well wishes in the comments and we're out. And Kayla and, you know, Michaela pushed the, the camera out of the way and it moved out, you know, and, and it was just so much fun because it had an ending that wasn't just your Zoom meeting has ended. Like yeah. it, it had an official ending. It, um, it was super fun. It was super fun. So we, we spent a lot of time talking, you know, detail by detail, step by step of this particular party. Now we've done, I don't know, a couple dozen of these now and no two have been the same. Um, we've had, you know, game show parts of it. We've had out of town people live that zoomed in. We had one where the rabbi actually was doing uh, his part from his home. Um, so the point is that there isn't a, you know, one size fits all solution here. Um, and when looking for a live stream or a zoom styled mitzvah, you got to ask a lot of questions, but you most importantly have to truly understand what is going to happen. Where's everybody going to be? How many elements out of site, out of offsite elements are going to be participating And that's going to be my transition to what's happening this weekend because it's a very different approach again. So why don't you fill us in a little bit for this Saturday? What's so, so yeah, so this weekend is, is a little different. They are doing a more true to form bar mitzvah service. And they're also doing a lot of the bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah formalities. They're doing a hora, they're doing a um, game, you know, a, a trivia game and they're doing toast speeches and montages as well as a candle lighting. So, and they're doing it in multiple locations. So they're going to start at their synagogue and then they're going to drive back to their house. And part of it is we have two, now two camera crews that are going to be on one Zoom link. So we're actually using Zoom for this one. But the big deal about this is that uh, I'm going to be moderating it. We're going to have the entire virtual setup moving into the Zoom window. So the guests on the singular window will see all of that awesome live production that we do for any of the streams. The only difference is now you're using Zoom, so there's less branding opportunities. However, the singular screen is going to be shot with high def cameras, uh, high you know high quality audio, and you're going to have really good lighting. So you're not going to have any of the you know weird camera angles where they're up their nose or it's like you know you're getting backlit from sun. You're going to have really good camera quality. So we're starting in the synagogue and then literally breaking down, driving, and getting over to um, their house where we are doing a whole set design and. In that amount of time, we're going to have an MC playing games in breakout rooms with the kids. We're doing a trivia game. Then as well as we're having a breakout room for the grandparents, a breakout room for aunts, uncles, and cousins, and breakout rooms for you know invited guests. And you can the guests, uh, the guests that are tuning in will have the opportunity to bounce in between the different breakout rooms as they see fit. So we're going to explain that all in the pre-show to everyone who's tuned in. Hey guys, listen, we have a lot to in store for you. Check out the instruction file right here and you know it'll tell explain everything that's going on today. So they're gonna have like a little pamphlet, a downloadable PDF, and it's gonna be great. Um, from there, we have toast speeches, montage, candle lighting. And during the candle lighting, we are actually going to picture in picture pre-recorded messages of all the family members who aren't there to light candles. So, you know, the bar mitzvah boy Jordan is going to say, and now, you know, Bubby and grandpa, please light candle number one. And right below him, he'll be lighting his candle. And then there's gonna be a video of 
Bubby and Grandpa lighting their candle. So it's going to be really, really eloquent as opposed to, um, or eloquent. It will be really elegant uh, in compared to, I got to get my words together, uh, as compared to like just pinning different videos. That way you can see both happening in real time. Now, it, um, it, are those pre-recorded lightings or and submitted to us or are they? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I offered them both. I offered them both and gave them the pluses and minuses of having live versus pre-recorded. Um, and they went with pre-recorded because they realized that there is a lot less room for error there. So um, they're doing pre-recorded and it'll be really nice because that way I don't have to, in Zoom, pin and spotlight different videos at different times. Instead, we're going to use high quality transitions to have one screen look the part. Um, I want to stop you for a second again. And this event only booked two to three weeks ago. How many hours of time do you think you personally have invested so far? And we're still several days away. I think I put about 30 hours between collaboration, coordination, and facilitation. Okay. Um, I think I probably put about 30 hours over the last three weeks with them. Now, they have a very complex event. And it's going to be very complex, specifically because they have a lot of moving parts and they're on two locations. Um, but... It's not difficult stuff when you know what you're talking about. Right. It's just helping the family get to where they're going. So like today I'm spending a lot of time I getting the media to together. On that because again, you know, it's hard to understand the pricing behind this because there is no methodology or science behind it. This is something new. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we're, we're all shocked the amount of time and effort that goes into this. And, and you're great on technology, but you're also not a video editor. so a lot of these videos that are being submitted, you're passing on to our tech team that is then putting in their own time. So you're 30 hours plus somebody else's maybe 10 or 15 hours of pre-prep time is going into this party, not including day of. And, and the day of, uh, how long do you expect from the, the day of stream to be? I, so the entire service is, the I'm sorry, the entire Zoom platform is going to probably be about two hours. Plus, there's going to be a DJ, a very famous DJ that's coming in and locking in, and that will DJ for an hour, and people will be able to come and go as they please. So it'll be a total length of three-hour Zoom for our perspective. But um, I'm going to have four people on site, myself, an MC, um, my uh, producer, and um, his assistant. So all of those people are going to be there, and we have two different setups. So I think that the man hours just that day are going to be looking like six to seven hours for each person. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about probably about a, all in all, almost an 80, probably close to an 80 hour investment from top to bottom when they, when they first booked this event all the way through. So I'm telling you right now from like a perspective, and this is like something that we don't really get into, but it is more difficult and less expensive from our perspective to be producing these events. As in the packages are less expensive and it's almost harder for us to produce it because we're doing it. We're doing so many other technical things beforehand to get it ready. And it's a brand new product. It didn't exist until six months ago. Right. So, and, and actually, one thing that we forgot about prior, and it's going to happen on this one too, is we need to bring in equipment. You know, um, we need to bring in sound equipment. And last time, the temple didn't have a sound system in the room that they put us in. So we brought in a sound system. Um, and we brought in a television because when we're talking about Michaela's, you're seeing these videos of family members from out of town. You know, 
we had to bring that technology. Um, and we always have to rely on a venue or a home to have steady and quality high, high speed internet. So there's a lot of moving pieces to these things. It's not as easy as what we used to do where we'd roll into a banquet hall that we knew had the right, um, uh, set up for us. They had the right electricity, you know, they had a stage. We knew what we were walking into. Um, every time we do one of these, it's a whole new adventure. And I don't want to say that in a bad way. We, we love it. It's actually a great new challenge. It's fun. We love that we're motivating ourselves to do different things. And it's bringing us into corporate virtual events for the holiday season. It's bringing us into all different avenues of options that we never thought existed prior. Yeah, so that that's kind of that's kind of the key there, right? Is that th this is brand new and it's it's really groundbreaking for our industry to have this. Um, I think that what's really important for families to understand is it's not as easy as just sending out a link. There's a lot of confusion and a lot of extra pieces, and that's why you hire professionals to do it. Um, it's funny enough, the family that we're working for this weekend came from another event company uh, from you know our our friends up north. Like it's not even the same state as us. Um, because they know that we do it right and that they that they needed our expertise. So, you know, being that we've been doing it right for so long, families are, and, and even the industry is starting to count on us to do it for them. Um, and I, I can't stress it enough that like, if you don't, if you don't have the right people in play here, it becomes a lot more stressful on your end. Or if it's not stressful, you might miss a piece, you might miss a beat. And uh, there's things that you don't consider like mic delays and you know, backlighting from camera angles, like even the simplest zoom comes with its own little tip and trick. So I, my biggest takeaway here is that there's some cool options out there, but you got to ask about them. And then you got to be willing to spend the time to research and understand what they do. Um, and when you do that, you're going to get a great product at the end of it. As a parent who has a child in school, I think you could see how streaming can be difficult when it's not done right and and not to knock the teachers out there they're just not equipped the right way you know and you know constantly I, i'm working with my six-year-old daddy i can't see the teacher or i can't hear her or she's showing a video and there's an echo and day after day after day um you know there are these online struggles so you know, our team has figured out the right methods to avoid that. And, um, you know, I, I think if you could really dial down in your mind and compare it to what you see on the school platforms, it might make you realize why you should invest in this the right way. And, and at the end of the day, you want to celebrate your son or daughter's accomplishments. Um, and you don't want to deprive them of, you know, the party or celebration that they should have had or the video to document it. And look, we all we're all going to look back at 2020 and say, "What a effed up experience!" You know, let's at least cherish some of the uh, moments that that are significant of being cherished, and save videos like this and 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 do them the right way. So, Dylan, I got nothing else to add. I, I have never. But you, I, I have I have one more point to add on to you. It's it's that I have never had a family since March who has decided to move forward with some aspect this year that is sorry they did it. Whether it be a virtual platform, a small event, a game show, you know, add-on, not a single family that I have worked with, and there's been dozens of them, or I can imagine I'm speaking for you as well, that I have worked with since 
COVID-19 derailed our life that has been sorry they did something this year. You're spot on. And we've made so many great friends and fans because of it. Um, I think that it's almost more meaningful that they've been able to celebrate. So yeah, that's a great point, man. I think we should hit it home there. Um, the clock is ticking on a lot of people's calendars. Celebrate. Don't postpone, even if you have to adapt. Um, embrace virtual. It can be done right. Trust the professionals. <sighs> that's what I got. Episode 77, Dylan. We did it. I don't even know what to say. Goodbye. See ya.